Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Chicago Cubs podcast focused on the bottoms-up angle of things. And I'm, I don't have a script today. I'm flying, flying blind, as it were. And one of these days, I'll get back to putting back together a script. But today's topic is rather being rather dis- rather seriously discussed on Twitter. I guess I probably should have talked about this yesterday, but I did three podcasts yesterday. Um, Schroding- Schrodinger's employment status. Schrodinger is an interesting cat. I, I should probably do some research on him as well. But the ba- basic premise of Schrodinger's cat is I think it's a microwave. If there's a cat in the microwave, and you know, put it on play uh, on you know start for you know minute, uh, kind of a disturbing thought. But um, is the cat alive or dead? Well, you know the cat's dead because you just put him in the microwave. But he's in the microwave and you haven't checked on him. So he's still alive because you don't know that he's dead yet. But he's dead because, well, he's been in the microwave. So the premise of Schrodinger's anything is he's one thing, but he's also the other. Kind of, a again, disturbed. But when you get past the very disturbed angle of things, it's kind of humorous that you don't know if something is this or that. So since you don't know if they're this or that, they're kind of both. Schrodinger's employment status refers to a memo that the A's, the Oakland A's, sent out to their minor league players this week. It told them, you're not going to get paid after May ends. So you're you're getting paid through the end of May. But starting in June, we're not paying you anymore. Well, people think, okay, well, if they're not getting paid anymore, they're unemployed, right? No, they're still employed. They're just not being paid. They may or may not be getting insurance. But as far as they, they can't decide, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go play for Colorado or Philadelphia or become a free agent and go to... No, 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 no. There's still A's. There's still Oakland A's performers. They're just not getting paid. How, how can how can that happen? How can it be that they're employed, but they're not getting paid? Well, that's kind of what happens when you have a monopoly and a whole bunch of statuses that are granted to monopolies. You don't have to really play by the rules that anyone else has to play by. It's just a case of the employees are property. Kind of not the way it's supposed to be in our country where a person is the complete and total property of another person, group, or entity. But there you go. The Schrodinger's employment status uh, it's sending a quite a bit of a chill through 
minor leaguers, regardless which team they play for, which organization they play for, because they're realizing next week it could definitely be them. And even if it isn't going to be them, they have no rights. They have very few rights. Uh, Minor league pay is absurd. They get paid through the season, which some people, oh, that's half the year. Well, they don't get paid in the preseason. They get a per diem, and the per diem is based on whether they're in minor league minor league camp for the day or if they are in major league camp for the day. Major league camp per diem is, I think, up near $100, which is reasonable and minor league camp minor league per diem fluctuates per organization but it's down in the $20 a day range not ideal so uh that one of the things that the cubs did a while ago and I'd done a podcast on that was they'd announced they were going to increase the amount of pay minor leaguers were going to get. That was a very good thing, a very good day, a very fun podcast to have. And so the Cubs are a step up over some on per diem in minor league camp, but still it's not... These are minor, minor league players, but they're professional athletes. When you think of the sentence... I am a professional athlete. You would imagine that the professional athlete would be into, I'm going to do whatever it is that I can to maintain my body, uh, stay healthy, stay functioning. And, you know, the foods you would think of when you're thinking of a professional athlete, you know, you'd want fruit, you'd want beverage that's uh positive you you don't think of um chunky monkey ice cream you don't think of brownies you don't think of a whole bunch of ice cream you think of uh lean meat you think of potatoes you think of you know fruits vegetables fresh stuff um and Perhaps you've been to the grocery. It's more expensive to buy quality food than it is to buy rubbish. If you want to buy hot dogs, hot dogs are very inexpensive, but hot dogs aren't professional athlete food. If you want to take care of your body, if you want to maintain um, a physical regimen, then if you want to keep up with the guy who's going to be competing with you for your position in camp or the guy that you're going to be facing next May in a game in the Midwest League or the Southern League or however they're going to have the leagues organized, you're going to want to be in good condition. You're probably best off having worked out and having had a good good breakfast, good dinner. And having enough money to afford not a lavish lifestyle, but just being able to make sure that, yeah, I have bananas, I have apples, I have fresh fruit, oranges, whatever it is that you dig. 
You want to have fresh fruit. You want to have vegetables. And if you don't have those, it makes it really difficult to be a pro athlete because what you put in is what you get out a lot of times. And the Oakland A's players aren't going to be getting paid. How are they going to be able to compete? Um, there's a whole lot of things that ownership could do, but the entire premise right now, and it's been the drumbeat for the last couple, three, four years, is it's not what they can do to make their players better so much as it's what they want to do to show their superiority over the players and show the players, as the saying goes, who's boss. So no, the uh, A's players can't declare themselves free agents. They can't get unemployment because they're not unemployed. They're still employed by the A's. They're just not being paid by the A's because there are no games to send them to. And it's COVID-19 has created a whole bunch of evil circumstances and baseball is becoming more and more one of them. And the A's owner who could pay for the rest of the minor league season for, uh, he could pay all the minor leaguers in the A's system, no worries, for about a million dollars. Every single one of them. They have about 200. He could pay all of them, the rest of their seasonal wages, for about a million dollars. And the A's owner, whose name, I, it's not escaping my mind. I, I think I saw it once and I don't remember it. So I'm being negligent on knowing the person's name. But the A's owner has $2 billion. But he's not going to spend $1 million to make sure that his property has proper food, proper drink. The, so what ends up happening is the players in the A's pipeline, they blow through their whatever it is they had saved up. And some of them eventually, some sooner than others, decide, you know, I'm not going to play baseball. I'm going to go off and begin the rest of my life. What that means is, at a certain point, baseball ends up getting the players who have no other options. Now, what, some, some people will ask, what do you mean we'll have no other options? There are some players who have a number of different things they can do. For instance, uh, I, I'll use Kyle Hendricks for an example. He'd gone to the Ivy League. I'm certain he has an economics background. Probably when he finished up playing college baseball, he probably could have gone into the quote-unquote real business world. Probably could have. And started off and done fairly well. I don't know, but uh, Kyle Hendricks probably had options other than 
I'm going to go off to whatever city they tell me to. He had options, but he decided, what the heck, I'm going to try to see if I can make the baseball thing work, and then I'll play the baseball thing through, and if it works, then I'll play baseball, and if it doesn't work, then I'll go do the other thing. That's having multiple options. Speaking of the A's, back a couple years ago, their first-round pick, Dan Kantrovitz, who is now uh, sending up the names for the Cubs, sent up the name Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, at the time, was a two-sport player. Played baseball, also played football. And after the A's drafted him and signed him to a contract, Kyler Murray went off to his other gig and was playing quarterback in the Big 12 and won the Heisman Trophy. <clears throat> so, okay, who are you going to, which, which sport are you going to chase? Are you going to chase the sport where you're a baseball player, a first-round draft pick? Or are you going to choose the football thing where you're a Heisman Trophy winner? Well, let's see. If you're a baseball player, you get treated to long bus rides and you have to grind pretty much every day and get paid very little for having done it. He would have gotten a nice signing bonus. But after that, there, was, there would be nothing until the point such as he would become a major league player. And if he was going to become a major league player, he would have to issue his other gig, his being an NFL quarterback. Well, which do you think Tyler Murray chose? Yes, he chose the guaranteed money of being an NFL quarterback. And the Oakland A's lost their draft pick. He, had, he ended up refunding his uh, signing bonus, and he signed with the NFL team that selected him, and he's now a football player. So, the, N the, N the ML Major League Baseball's policy on treating um, the minor leaguers, it's beginning to be a bit more, oh, beginning to have a bit more light shined on it. So let's imagine you're a, you have a kid who's good in baseball and good in football and good in basketball, and he's... Heading into his junior year. He's going to be heading into his junior year in the fall. Once all the COVID stuff clears up. Which sport's he going to uh, focus on the most? Which sport is going to be his number one? Which, one? which sport is going to be the one that he keys himself to? Is he going to be the... Is he going to focus on basketball? Where if he's really good... In college, in high school, he can get a full ride scholarship to any of a wide number of colleges, and then play it from there. Or is he going to choose football, where he can get a full ride from? A, there are fewer schools that play football than basketball, but still, most most of the schools play football, and. 
that most of the schools offer scholarships for fo football. And if you get the scholarship for football, again, you have if you're good enough, if you're going to play, if you're going to keep playing, the full ride scholarship is you know it keeps you in school for three or four years, and at the end of that time, perhaps you'll be good enough for pro ball, but perhaps it, it won't be that. But you've had three or four years of education, and you've gotten to know people and gotten to know the uh, field that you're studying, and hopefully you have a starting point from those th those uh, years in your college experience. Or do you want to go to baseball where you get a partial scholarship at one of the schools who's going to continue to be having baseball played? That doesn't quite sound as good, does it? No. No, it doesn't. Um, and baseball, while the draft is going to go back up next year to 20 rounds. This year it's only going to be at five rounds. Um, the, the owners in baseball really seem to be aiming for players who have nothing else they can select other than baseball. You know, some players are really good at baseball and really enjoy baseball, and I'm quite thankful for that. And they're quite good at baseball. But for some, it ends up being a situation where they get to a certain level in their education. They're finished with school. They're not going back to school for whatever reasons. They Either their coaching situation isn't very fulfilling or you know whatever the reasons. They're not going back to school. And they're not going to go off and do the other thing that they studied. So they basically are ready to play baseball and go for that. And hopefully after three or four years, they'll be in Major League Baseball. Good luck with that, but that, that's, and that's their choice. Those are the players that MLB is seeking out. They're not trying to... Make it easier. They're not trying to make it easier for people to select baseball. Um, there's no Major League Baseball uh, owners chipping in to make sure that colleges have more scholarships to give out. There's none of that. There's none of, um, you know, Tom Ricketts puts aside $8 million a year to make sure that all the colleges have the proper assistant coaches and the proper facilities and the no, no, there's none of that. There's none of that. Ownership is not interested in helping college baseball by here's money, do what you do better. No, that's that's not the interest. The interest is keep the dollars, hold the dollars, don't don't make it easier for the minor league players to. Survive during the off season. No, that, that that's not the interest. That's not the interest. The interest is retain the dollars, accept the BAM tech money, and to a large extent, the money that ticket holders are giving to the team ends up being the walking money for the owners.
and everything else goes into a locked vault and nobody has access to it except the owner that's uh, and nobody gets to see the books so yeah it's it's really getting ugly and of course the fans hold it against the players because why well that actually sounds like a good podcast as well um so yeah the schrodinger's employment status is the a's prospect aren't getting paid anymore but they're still a's prospects and they're still employees of the club even though they're not being paid by the club and they can't be declared free agents they're not unemployed they can't collect unemployment they can't do any of that because they're still employed they're just not getting paid so yeah it's really frustrating to be an a's prospect but even if it's not the a's even if you're a cubs fan even if you're a cubs prospect you're basically being told how unimportant you really are because nobody cares nobody in major league baseball cares they're more about their agenda than yours and you happen to be property and if you want to get paid then you're whining so yeah it's uh it's not a it's not a happy day on twitter and i've already retweeted a couple things nick francona is usually good for some stuff on these kind of days maury brown is good for stuff on a day, on days like this and um i strongly recommend that if you're listening to the podcast and you've not followed nick francona or maury brown you probably should because when they uh maury brown tends to be a bit more into um auto racing than i am but hey that's cool he's he uh attacks it from a literary perspective and a knowledge perspective and a facts perspective and uh he's he's definitely worth a follow so um to a's quote-unquote employees who happen to inconvenience the owner by wanting to get paid uh hang in their chin up kids it's uh it sucks but hopefully this too shall pass and probably somebody should get about doing something because the way that minor league players are being mistreated is not proper. You have a nice day and be nice to people.